Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au. My name is Rebecca. Hi, my name is Alana. Marnie. Lauren. And today we're broadcasting from the Bruce Woodcock 19th Annual Memorial Lecture. So this year's lecture is themed Sharing Stories and Changing Lives. This will focus on the power of sharing personal stories to create hope and possibility for individuals, families and communities. It is about how storytelling can change hearts and minds. Now we'll be taking you to the highlights from the lecture. Please welcome to the podium our distinguished keynote speaker, Uncle Jack Charles. Yes, uh, uh, Wamine Jacka, welcome. I'm... uh, I am a Boonwurrung man on my mum's side, this side of the Yarra, and uh, I've just found out recently that I'm Wiradjuri on my father's side. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm still on that journey of uh, discovering who do I think I am. Many of us of the stolen generations have, have to undertake this journey, we believe, um, uh, eventually. Um, to uh, understand the totality of, of our uh, existence. You know, I'm, uh, I'm Aboriginal, it's obvious, I'm not anything else, so I'm, I'm the person that uh, you know, openly admits that I'm not the full quid. I have a few problems. Everybody likes to hear the story of a reformed, rehabilitated bloke, and especially a bloke like myself, that they know pretty much. You know, uh, uh, the local busker uh, who, uh, you know, uh, who's a movie star and then you see him written up in the papers after Jimmy Blacksmith, movie star turns to burglary. Well, that, uh, you know, fattened up my, uh, my CV in the prison system and that somewhat and that. But it, 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 it enabled uh, uh, prisoners to, uh, uh, to, uh, to come and seek some course of direction, some guidance from me. And I'm, obviously, I have the gift of the gab and, I'm, I'm, I, I, and, I, and I, would, I, I would dearly have loved somebody like myself to come and approach me in a prison and tell me that, uh, that I am worth my weight in, in gold, that, I, that uh, you, know, you, should, you, know, you have a certain uh, position in, in life, Jack. You ought to accept it and, uh, and be, a, you know, be a player. In, in the community, in the industry, of the prison industry, and etc. I might say that I had got so depressed, and, and it was a profound sense of piss-offedness at the behaviour of my cousins, that I would, uh, I, I, I sought a gun earlier on, just before Bastardy 
came, uh, was edited and completed and shown in 2008 at the Melbourne International Film Festival twice. We had to have two opening nights, a premiere nights at Melbourne because it's a Melbourneian story about a Melbourneian bloke made by a Melbourneian. Uh, you know, so so I, uh, I, I uh, realised that, uh, that uh, there was nobody uh, here that I could see in my own community that uh, could be... Uh, uh, you know, that uh, could push themselves to the level of being a, a leading, I like to say, black light on my community. What makes it easy for me to say, and I'm not the full quit as I remind you, that uh, I, I am Jack Charles, I am JC, I am perhaps the second coming, you know? <laughs> and, and if you have that pushy, pushing your, your mojo, you know, things will work. Doors open, and they have indeed open in prisons and that. So we've got to do a, you know, a, a fight a little bit more stronger in, uh, in making a, a play towards the prison. This transitioning between the Department of Human Services onto Office of Corrections at Parkville and Malmesbury, it's been a little bit iffy. But so perhaps I should be con uh, concentrating on uh, the submarine under the Melbourne Magistrates Court and, um, and uh, uh, the map and also the remand centre and uh, Port Phillip prisons, the adult prisons, where I'm, uh, I know I'm adored by all the, all the prisoners and that because I'm the movie star and that, you know. Everybody would like to see themselves, uh, you know, make a successful, you know, make a success of themselves by uh, uh, perhaps finding ways to emulate, uh, you know, emulate my journey. Uh, and uh, it's, been a, it's been a hoot for me to uh, be considered as a... Uh, as a, a man of note in my community after I've, uh, you know, I've done a lot of damage. Uh, but I note that after uh, Bastardy was shown, after Jack Charles versus The Crown was shown, people that I'd robbed over the other side of the era there, you know, over this side here, had uh, come and seen Bastardy, uh, the documentary, and uh, Jack Charles versus The Crown. Uh, retired CIU inspectors uh, and some of those functioning still had come and seen the story of a, you know, of a, a bloke that they, they know so well. Everybody, as I say, likes to hear the story of a rehabilitated, reformed uh, uh, person, uh, whether he's a, you know, a, uh, an ex, uh, you know, uh, well, uh, uh, whether he's, uh, you know, gay, uh, you know, has a criminal record or not. You know, so I'm in the process of trying to show, by example, if you're going to be a leading light in your community, I have this confirmed conviction that you have to be beyond reproach. You have to, to uh, step into, into areas that you, you may feel uncomfortable. But uh, there's a, you know, uh, once you, you start, uh, uh, you know, fronting the people at the desk, uh, I realise that, uh, oh, yes, these people are intentionally listening to me. And uh, they, they, they probably see that uh, through my lived experiences, uh, I could have some answers for them to grasp onto. <laughs> we're, we're living it, you know. It's up to us. And we've got a lot to tell. We've got a lot to educate because we're still learning ourselves about this country. We're on country. We're on country, etc. So thank you very much for listening to my plaintive cries. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to Brainwaves. You've been listening to the 
highlights from the Bruce Woodcock Memorial Lecture 2017. So we're on 3CR um, and it's a show about mental health so we're just going around asking a few people some questions. Um, so what brings you to, to tonight's lecture? Um, well first of all my name is Chris and I have been on radio before. Okay. So congratulations guys you're doing a wonderful job on 3CR um, with uh, Kate Milan and Joe Toscan if I'm allowed to mention their names yeah. on Radical Australia and Brainwaves. Um, well, I've got lived experience myself, so um, I've had uh, mental illness or um, um, depression and anxiety for 20 years. So um, that's what's lured me into coming in tonight and, um, and sharing our experiences with everyone who's suffered from depression, so to speak, the highs and lows, mania, depression. And I just wanted to get some more um, knowledge and make sure it's um, it's well and truly out in the community as a whole and and people who have suffered in silence and want to speak out and so that's why I'm here as well I really love your show uh, I think it's fab it's great you beauty go, go brain mates. yeah so I'd like to get back on radio myself yeah, as well of course if you want to come <laughs> on to the show you're more than welcome to I have been on the show several oh, really? times that was yeah. five years ago. But anyway, well, I do want to get back on radio. Yeah, of course. I love radio. I'm an electrical contractor by trade, but I love radio as a whole because it, it tells the public. You're voicing your opinion out there and you're getting the word out there and and people are getting to, getting educated and they're getting knowledge and they're more aware and they have more sensitive and, and more um, feelings for people who... Um, who um, have got the pain and suffering, whether your relationships, your your work ethics, your um, family, your history, whatever, education, going through year 12, going through your final exams at uni, or you know, even just fixing something you can't even fix anymore yeah. <laughs> in the house. <laughs> so anyway, um, best of luck, and that's my experience. One thing you've learned tonight from the lecture. Well, it's, um, it gives you a broad understanding, that's all, about the principles and the fundamentals. I don't want to, I'm not a psychologist, yeah, I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't know the theory or the academics behind it all. But you have to voice your opinions to, to um, express yourself. If you don't express yourself, the situation gets worse, and thus happens when you have suicidal preventions. And that's what it's all about, being prone not to be suicidal. And do you think these days people are more inclined to share their story or are kind of hesitant to share their story? As um, long as it's law, it's, it's, look, if, it all depends on the situation. Um, you know, whether you've taken the illicit drugs, the hardcore drugs, and you come out through and you come out shining, uh, or you've been prone to gambling and you lost three houses. Or you know, it depends on the person, the individual, what it, what or he, he or she's been through. And some don't want to say nothing. Um, some like to voice their opinion. Um, it all depends, circumstance. I listen to you all the time. Oh, your ratings have gone skyrocketing. Because a lot of it is. Um... So what brings you here to the lecture today? 
Okay, so I'm here uh, because I'm a Wellways staff member and I'm also involved in our volunteer programs and our quality of service development. And a lot of the work I do uh, in my team and with the volunteers is all around uh, reducing stigma and social inclusion, connecting to the community, and as you know, with brainwaves, storytelling is really, really important when we are thinking about this stuff. So because you're a part of the industry, have you learned something new or interesting tonight at all? Well, I think uh, with Uncle Jack speaking, because he, was, he wasn't really talking about mental illness. He was talking about more his experience in the prison system. But even within that, there's a commonality around uh, how we can support each other and how important that support is when people are really struggling, no matter what the struggle is. You know, so the, the support is the same, even though the struggles may be different. So even though we talk about mental health, you know, we talk about refugees as well. We talk about people in prison systems and we talk about uh, people with other disabilities or disadvantage. And, and what helps us all or supports us all is just being real people with each other and connecting to each other on a very human way. Uh, and it's as simple as that. And would you say there was a part of the lecture that resonated most with you? Yeah, I think it was, uh, not the lecture so much, but I think when Ben was talking about his experience of training people to tell their stories, and, and especially what he said about, we don't want people to see people as an illness, or the illness, or the illness is, is the biggest part of their life. What we need to see is that this person is just like you or I. You know, they have the same dreams, they have the same aspirations, same struggles, as, as we all do, um, and the illness shouldn't get in the way of them being a, a connected part of our community and being included wherever they want to be included. So what brings you tonight to the lecture? Um, so I used to work in uh, with Wellways, um, just as, in a community health service, and so I'm familiar with their work and um, I suppose I wanted to keep in touch, but also um, wanted to hear um, Uncle Jack talk and um, hear what he had to say. So. Yeah, um, so what have you learned tonight? Did you learn something new? Uh, probably not something new, but I think it's just kind of um, highlighted the value of people's stories and I think um, how powerful people's stories can be in helping promote understanding and also respect and changing how services work. Um, so I think, um, yeah, like a lot of the time decisions are made because of numbers, but I think um, we also need to listen to people's stories as well. Yeah. Was there a certain part of the lecture that you felt really resonated with you? Not, yes, yeah, so this is something very sim silly, like, <laughs> Laura was my lecturer when I was at uni and she taught a, um, a reflective elective and the first thing that she said was, um, on reflection, <laughs> and I just, <laughs> so I think from a humorous perspective that um, resonated with me a lot, just for that personal connection. So. Um, what do you think the barriers are for someone to, like, not present their story to kind of like the world, I guess? Um, I think um, from my experience working in the community health centre, I think sometimes people aren't necessarily ready to hear the story. Um, so I think um, sometimes people can be quite shocked by people's experiences. Um, so I think, um, yeah, I, I suppose telling the story in a way that, um, that 
um, respects their story but also respects the listener and where they're at. Um, and I think um, in a way that kind of enables them to kind of not to take the information and um, and process it then to process it at their own kind of level. Um, I don't know how how else to say that, but I think the stories are really important. But I think sometimes people don't necessarily have the capacity to listen. So um, I think yeah, a bit of preparation beforehand is important. Yeah. Um, so just uh, just for our listeners at home, um, if you could give them any piece of advice, what would you give them? Um, I think that, um, like, certainly in um, working with people with mental illness, I think um, just, yeah, hearing the story, not, um, yeah, not being shocked by what people say and not feeling compelled that you have to do something about it um, straight away. I think just listening is really important. Um, and I think, yeah, just respecting people um, and what they bring, I think is important. Thank you yeah. so much. Can you just state your name if that's okay? Um, my name's Carolyn White. Listen, I'm Rebecca, so it's lovely to meet you. So what brought you to tonight's lecture? I have a relative who works in Wellways and I came along to see what it was like what, and learn a little bit more about the show. Uh, the Did you group. learn anything tonight? Um, I just filled in a little bit more detail about what Wellways is and I'm especially interested in the idea of uh, people sharing stories. Um, I've been involved as a teacher for years and I know the power of uh, young people when they share their stories in a safe, uh, comfortable group that it can do a, have a great impact. So it's great to see that, that sort of idea being in, employed here and having great success. So I think it's really good. Uh, did any like particular story resonate with you tonight or any part of the lecture? Um, well, I was interested in the guy, Ben, I think, who was the one talking about the shared stories, because that's what I might be uh, getting involved in at some later date. But uh, it's always uh, entertaining to listen to Uncle Jack. He's a fantastic uh, speaker and a character, and obviously a guy who has uh, uh, got something that he values and thinks is important, and he wants to really share that. So his particular interest in looking after young men, I think, in, hot, in uh, prisons is fantastic, but that same spirit be wonderful if we all had that in trying to make the world a better place. Thank you so much. What brought you to the lecture tonight? Uh, so I'm Kate from the Quality and Service Development team and my role is actually to help train and support all of our community educators. So delivering the Well Said and Well Together and was very excited to see Uncle Jack Chiaos talk about how storytelling can be transformative and change people's lives. Um, so what brings you to the lecture tonight? Um, I've, I think mental health advocacy is really important, um, especially during this week when there's people listening a little bit more, but just in general. Wouldn't be a wise thing to say that I work here, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I have heard Uncle Jack speak before too, so that was really just delightful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So was there something that you learnt tonight that you found interesting? Yeah, I learned a little bit. I'm taking over. Um, I learned a little bit more about the challenges into the future. So that was really um, great to think about and go away to reflect on more about what the NDIS is going to mean and what it could mean and where there could be challenges to funding for things that matter to us all. How was hearing Uncle Jack's story, like, how did it affect you? Did it resonate with you? Could you, like, relate to it? 
Um, well, I, I don't work in prisons or forensics, so it was really different. So I, I didn't relate to it like closely in that right way, and I'm not Indigenous, so I didn't relate to it closely in that way. But he's just so funny that it was just cool. And so there were lots of moments that were really like poignant or challenging but in a friendly way or that made you think or that touched your heart. And so um, it was just really interesting. And again, I've got things to go away and think about, which is better than when it's just things you already know. And if you could give any piece of advice to our listeners at home, what would you give them in regards to like mental health? Well, Jack said, well, actually, um, one of the other panel members um, was talking about how the best thing that um, you can be told when you're doing work in this space as an advocate is um, that, oh, you know, you're just like everybody else. Or, oh, you know, I'm surprised how normal you are sort of thing. And um, I think that's the thing for your listeners to take away, maybe, that um, uh, it's like with Are You OK Day, that people who have mental health challenges, that could be you next year, that could be members of your family who just haven't told you about it, that's certainly is going to be some of your friends now or in the future and so not being fearful and not being um, hesitant about stepping forward and supporting one another um, those are the kinds of messages that it would be neat for people to kind of get um, to just be more approachable to people when they're vulnerable you know to, to be more available to people when they're um, uh, scared or acting strangely um, you know Thank you so much. Do you have any advice? Sure. Okay? Sure. My name's Tim. Okay, awesome. Thank you. I'm Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Um, so what brings you tonight to the lecture? Well, uh, as a family, we're very committed to uh, giving people who suffer mel- mental illness, illness equal opportunity and access to education and support that they need to live normal lives. What have you learned tonight? Did you find out something new or something interesting? Well, it's always interesting to see the human side of people's stories and to, uh, to, to learn more about what we can do to support each other as a community. Um, so has hearing Uncle Jack's story affected you in any way or kind of opened up your eyes a little bit? A little bit. Uh, I like Uncle Jack's story mostly because it started with a decision that he had a responsibility to be more than what he had become. And that's a reminder to all of us that that decision could be made by any of us, any of us, irrespective of where we've ended up in life. And what would you say, like for our listeners at home, what advice would you give to them if they're struggling with their mental health and like want to share their story but are too scared to? Well, I, I think the fear that we feel about revealing our human, humanity is mostly self-imposed. When we reach out and connect from wherever we've, we've, we've ended up in our lives, we'll be surprised at the level of acceptance that comes from that attempt to make connection. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm a volunteer in the Life and Community um, program, uh, so just really I was just really interested, uh, I guess I'm generally interested in community mental health uh, and uh, I love, love Wellways. I did come also to catch up with some colleagues and, um, and that, that's been great and I, was, I didn't come in with too much uh, prior knowledge of the speakers but I was blown away so that kind of I think worked out well. Yeah. Sorry. Um, what have you learned tonight? Um, uh, the, import, the importance of, uh, I guess, sharing stories in, a, in an authentic way. Um, 
sharing, I guess, something of yourself as a person as opposed to uh, sort of facts and other things about, about you. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. How has hearing Uncle Jack Charles' story affected you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty inspiring. I, I think it's hard to sort of not be inspired, I guess, just uh, by him. And um, it's a bit of a call to action to, to maybe be a bit more of a leader in my community or whatever, however I define that. Or, yeah. Just in your own life in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess that's a good way to start. Yeah. Start small, yeah. Which particular part of the lecture resonated with you the most? Uh, um, I really enjoyed listening to Ben uh, talk about uh, peer work and, and sharing lived experience uh, stories. And um, the, I guess, authenticity is the key word that comes to mind. Just. Um, the kind of sacred act of sharing uh, something of yourself uh, to connect with people, um, hopefully inspire and sort of empower others to do something similar. Um, but yeah, the speaking from from your soul, I guess, like you said, rather than uh, about certain things, facts, things about you, about you. Yeah. Okay. Last question. What do you think the barriers are to someone sharing their story? No, um, uh, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is people maybe not being willing to listen. I guess is, sounds quite obvious, but um, so or so someone not feeling um, safe or supported to share their story that that they have a receptive audience. I guess. Um, so as, as long as people can feel comfortable uh, and that the people are interested in hearing what they have to say, I think um, that's a good start towards enabling that to happen. Thank you to all those who attended the lecture and talked to us about mental health. You can find more of our shows at our website brainwaves.org.au or on the 3CR website 3cr.org.au or on iTunes. Feel free to send us feedback, suggestions for shows via email at brainwaves at wellways.org. Stay tuned for next Wednesday at 5pm for another episode of Brainwaves. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.